Paul's telling us some remarkable things in the book of Romans, chapter 8. Life comes through and from death. And one of the most remarkable things is the verse that we're studying right now, and we'll explore it further uh, further today. And that is that out of the greatest, most massive evil in the world, that is the fall of humanity, comes the greatest blessing, which is the atoning sacrifice of Christ. So this is turning reality upside down and inside out. Uh, We find that God is able to bring good out of the worst evil, and this gives us enormous hope. So I hope you'll join me as we explore this further. Colin Cook here and how it happens. Thank you for joining me today. You're listening to the good news of the gospel described so remarkably by Paul in the book of Romans. This man who was appointed by Jesus Christ himself, especially called by Christ. You can hear this program any time of the day or night by your Uh, smartphone, on your smartphone. You can simply go to soundcloud.com forward slash faithquest, or you can go to faithquest.podbean.com. These apps will enable you to hear this broadcast any time of the day or night, or you can listen on the radio at 10 o'clock in the evening, repeated at four in the morning on KLTT AM 670 in the Denver and Colorado and surrounding states areas. So this chapter 8, remember, is talking about life in the kingdom of grace where we are freed from the power of death by the resurrection of Jesus so that by faith we live now in his resurrection. In full reality, we will live and experience that resurrection ourselves at the coming of Jesus Christ when this corruptible must put on incorruption. But now, Look at the verse we are reading in this regard. That is in regard to uh, the fact that we are living in the resurrected life of Christ by faith. He says, For the creation, all of humanity, that is, was subjected to futility, which which means was put under the curse, and the curse is futility, emptiness, meaninglessness, death and sin uh, that have come upon the world so that all that we do ultimately ends in dust, as it were, futility. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly. I mean, it wasn't the creation's will. uh, Man had fallen, Satan had tempted uh, the first parents, Adam and Eve, to sin, to walk away from God. And as a result, all humanity thereafter came under the condemnation of sin and death, for they too enjoined in Adam's sin, which was to depart from and suppress God from their consciousness. So the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him, now who's that? Because of God himself, who subjected it in hope. That is, God put the creation under the curse, subjected it, but not by final death, but by hope and in hope. Now, when you think this through, it is just mind-blowing. 
You see, the creation was subjected to futility. Right, so what does that mean? When man and woman sinned and turned away from God and created a whole world of humanity that had turned away from God and suppressed him, God moved into action by that very act of sin and death, or rather by that very act of sin, and brought death into the world. That is to say that sin was to result in death. And even more so, God not only allowed man to sin, but then imprisoned him under it, or imprisoned him in it. Where do we find that? Romans 11, verse 32, For God has imprisoned all in sin, and that word uh, sin there is a willful unbelief. God has imprisoned all in unbelief that he might have mercy on all. So God's plan ultimately is not judgment, but mercy. But now how does he bring that mercy about? Well, as I said, once man fell, then God put him under the curse of death and the imprisonment of sin, and then God made his plan, well, not then, but before ever the creation of the world, to send his Son to the world. But how did he send his Son to the world? What was the plan? The plan was that the Son should sacrifice himself for the sins of the world. But what was the means by which that sacrifice was brought about? By the sin and death of humanity. That is to say, once mankind was brought under the power and condemnation of sin and death, then that sin, that action of selfishness and self-interest and, and guilt and shame and fear of mankind became the instrument by which Jesus Christ was killed and executed. And that death and execution was the sacrifice of Christ for the sins of the world. What we have, therefore, is that the hope that God brings about by the curse, rather stating it again, the hope that God brings about is by the curse, the very thing that is a devastation to the human race, that the human race brought about by itself through sin and death becomes the instrument by which Jesus Christ is sacrificed for the sins of the world. This is God showing that grace can be brought even out of evil. If God can bring the most magnificent grace out of evil, think of what he can bring out of good. And that is why Paul says a little bit earlier that he considers that the sufferings of this world are not worthy to be compared with the glory that is to come. Because if God can bring such great goodness and mercy out of evil, then he can bring unimaginable good out of good. 
It is really quite astonishing that this teaching is embedded in the gospel. Let me read the verse again to you. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of him who subjected it in hope. In the very action of sin is the seed of grace. In the very action of man's rebellion against God is God's action to bring about the sacrifice of Christ through that very rebellion. Don't think I'm trying to bring a, a drop of water out of an exceedingly dry sponge here. This is not me attempting to twist a verse and bring something out of it that isn't really there. Paul is, all, is going to say, even a little later in chapter 11 of Romans, I say then, have they, referring to Israel, stumbled that they should fall? Certainly not, he says, but through their fall, to provoke them to jealousy, salvation has come to the Gentiles. That is, through their fall, salvation came to the Gentiles. How? Because their fall, Israel's fall, was the resistance of the Messiah, the refusal to accept Christ. That was their major fall. And what did their refusal bring about? his execution, his death. And what did that bring about? It brought about salvation for the Gentiles, <laughs> salvation for the whole world. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. In the next verse, he says, Now, if their riches, if their fall, rather, that is, their rejection of Christ, is riches for the world, and their failure is riches for the Gentiles, how much more will their fullness be? That is when they are all brought back uh, and redeemed. So what we have in the gospel is this astonishing message that when man does evil, God says, I will show you how great is my grace and love and mercy because I will even bring it out of your evil. I will even use your evil to bring about this good. Now, this doesn't give us permission to do evil. It doesn't say to us, well, go ahead and do what you like because God will bring good out of it. But what it does show is the character of God. What love, what grace, what mercy is in the awesome character of God. Now bring this home. Bring it home to your own heart and your own struggles. You may look back on a life of sorrow. You may find that there has been so much sin and failure in your life. You may look back and think of yourself, think to yourself, I would have been a successful person, a successful man, a successful woman, if it hadn't been for the foolishness of my stupid life and heart. But then you have to look by faith at that same life of yours and say, and yet, by faith, I see God bringing me to him through every one of my stupid ac actions, through every one of my failures, through every uh, action of perversity and uh, rebellion. He used that as an instrument by which 
I found Jesus Christ. In fact, the crucifixion of Christ was really mine, came about by my sin. And so my sin brings my Savior to the world. This is something that is just astonishing. It enables you to lift up your heart in humility before God, to say to him, O Father, I did so much wrong and so much evil, but through your grace, that evil was used as an instrument by which I was brought to see the atoning sacrifice of Christ for my sins. So lift your heart up. Don't be overwhelmed with discouragement, with depression, with despair. God acts through despair to bring his grace to the world and to you. Thank you for listening today. I'm glad to tell you, by the way, that we got the $1,000 for the electrical bill for Mark in Nigeria. They have to pay one year ahead of time, but uh, ahead of the uh, one year of uh, electrical bills ahead. Uh, but they are installing meters and... Uh, and so by 2024, I think it is, they will be able to pay on a monthly basis. But thanks be to God, uh, we got through uh, listeners that $1,000 for the electrical bill. Now, if you would like to help with the radio broadcasts, this would be so much appreciated. Uh, I appeal uh, to that every week and every uh, day, rather. You may send your donation to FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. And let me tell you that if you are donating for the radio, that money will go to the radio. So FaithQuest, P.O. Box 366, Littleton, Colorado, 80160. Or you can make your donation online at faithquestradio.com. That's faithquestradio.com. Each program costs $39 per 15 minutes, about $200 for a week's broadcasts, or Eight hundred and fifty to nine hundred dollars for a month's broadcasts. Thank you very, very much for all your support. I'll see you next time then. Cheerio and God bless.